Diary of a Pandemic is a podcast and personal development community that lives at the intersection of three suppositions. The first is that there's a global pandemic happening as we speak that is reorganizing a lot about what we expect from the world. The second is that unconditional freedom is freedom in all conditions. The third is that the play between the first two is bound to create whole new possibilities for how we human. These are the daily chronicles of two transformational coaches as we pursue the path to unconditional freedom in the context of unprecedented times. I'm Kianga Ford. And I'm Rachel Paz. And together we'll explore both what new paradigms and possibilities are emerging in the world and what new desires and gifts are being germinated within us. Each day we'll answer the same six questions focused on who and how we want to be as we venture through whatever new life circumstances the Rona brings. We will meet those with full responsibility for what this moment wants to teach us about how to get free. Welcome to Diary of a Pandemic. Um, so I'm Rachel Paz. This is my friend Kianga Ford, if you don't know her, and colleague, I should say. We run a couple of different projects together. And we have just given birth to a new project and we're here to tell you about it. Uh, it's called Diary of a Pandemic. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna just read you a little bit about what Diary of a Pandemic is and then we're gonna, do, we're gonna spend some time talking about it and sort of explaining like, where did this come from? What are we up to? And why are we crazy enough to do this publicly? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, Diary of a Pandemic is a podcast and videocast and personal development community that lives at the intersection of three suppositions. The first is that there's a global pandemic happening as we speak that is reorganizing a lot about what we expect from the world. The second is that unconditional freedom is freedom in all conditions. And the third is that the play between the first two is bound to create a whole new possibilities for how we So, I don't know if we have a backup plan if one of us freezes. <laughs> Am I frozen? Well, for a while, but maybe the nice folks at home heard you. I just couldn't. Okay, hold on. We'll explore what new paradigms and possibilities are emerging in the world and what new desires and gifts are being germinated within us. Each day we'll answer the same six questions focused on who and how we wanna be as we venture through whatever new life circumstances the Rona brings. We will meet those with full responsibility for what this moment wants to teach us about how to get free. Ah. I'm sure that was great. That's a lot. <laughs> Okay. Yay, Rachel. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, you know, the first thing that we wanted to do before we just launched into this thing was to walk our friends who will be, of course, like the first audience to this, um, our friends and our clients through what led us to create this project. And obviously it's a really specific time in human experience. So what led us to this project? What led us to it now? And why are we the ones who feel the call to do it? 
So we're just going to talk a little bit about who we are and kind of what prepares us for a project like this. So I don't know, I don't want to go back all the way to the beginning of olden times, but Rachel and I met in a coaching certification program and we learned a lot of things about how to hold people in challenging spaces. But one of the very fundamental things that we worked with was kind of the principle of surrender. And one of the expressions of that, that we used to maybe would say haunts us. <laughs> and now we're like that we're inspired by <laughs> is the phrase, unconditional freedom is freedom in all conditions. So it's been almost six years that that core tenet has been a driving part of how we live and work and coach. We run a project called Year of Surrender and work with women on the kind of deep feminine arts. How do you open up more to the world as it is? Kind of understanding that who you are and what you want doesn't have to shift, but that life circumstances also don't go away. So how do we make peace with that? And how do we open up to that? And guess what? Now that's what everybody is trying to figure out. <laughs> so it seemed to us that it was time for us to be in a broader conversation, um, making these principles more available to everyone because now kind of choice or not, we all find ourselves living in a moment where we're trying to cope with what are the real circumstances of the world and then how do I manage what's available to me within that. Right without ignoring my desire, without pretending that I don't want something that might be different than what the circumstances are currently providing. So that's it. We have been in training for your moments of social distancing, self-isolation and personalized quarantine for half a decade. We are here for you. <laughs> and you know, not that I'm excited that there's a pandemic at the moment, but like, as this was starting to unfold, I was like, oh my God, I'm good at this. Like, I know how to do life this way. <laughs> There's a way that I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> I have skills to bring to the table here. Yeah. So maybe it's just a nice point for um, us to introduce ourselves for people that don't know us. You want to go first, Rachel? Sure. Um, what would I say about myself? Um, I am a coach and I'm also a co-parent to an 11-year-old son with special needs um, who a handful of years back, I found myself homeschooling unwillingly, much like many of you may be experiencing now. Um, and there was a place that the... Um, the way that life was like tapping me on the shoulder. Um, I couldn't, I, it, I was balancing a very fine act of work and motherhood. And well, those were really the only two pieces at the time. And there was a, there was a point at which I broke and was like, I don't want to do life if there's not room for me. And so what ensued was a rearranging of my priorities, a rearranging of aligning my life with how do I, 
how do I hold everything that is in front of me and make space for myself? And how do I do that in a way that, um, that it's not at a cost to me? How do I do that at a, in a way that um, Um, and that really has been the driving force of my life for the last six years. And, um, and, and the things that I've learned, um, just this past year, I did an experiment in which I followed my intuition every single day and, um, and very purposely took my hands off the wheel in moments that I might be tempted to control the outcome right, or influence the outcome. Um, and in the course of that experiment, I actually really learned how to, how to work with what is happening and how to work with myself in the context of what is happening so that um, really the best outcome is available, which usually was, is better than the one that I had intended for myself. I think that's all I'll say. Okay. That's awesome. Hmm. <laughs> I'm kind of curious, like what, what I will say for the last five years or so, I have been working in areas of sexual conscious sexuality and masculine feminine relating. And for the last three years or so, I've focused on working with men and masculinity. And now I'm kind of back in the place where I work on mutual understanding. And I'll tell you that really helping people understand the capacity, like what's really possible in, you know, we hear the phrase, the feminine rising a lot, but we don't really have a way of understanding what that's indexing, like what's really on the horizon, what is the potential that it's really pointing to. And I've discovered that in order for us to really understand that, individual women have to be able to tap into the deep feminine, this way of being engaged with and at peace with the whole range of experience, the whole range of what is possible and not becoming passive players in that, but also not seeking to exert a certain kind of strategic control I have to talk about strategic control because it was like my theme song. It was my motto. I, I exerted a lot of strategic control until I found my way into this work. And so now I run a coaching platform called Love and Freedom Education. But a big part of the path here for me has been learning to accept life on its terms and learning that that doesn't separate me from purpose, but connects me more to purpose. Um, and to see that there are both masculine and feminine ways to navigate every moment. And there's something about what we're being asked to do collectively in the midst of COVID-19 that um, is leaning heavily on the feminine principles that we've been learning. And kind of, um, also marking the paradigm shifts that we've been talking about, right? So, yeah, I don't know. You'll learn more about me as we go. I think one thing to understand about um, both of us is that this is not our first experiment. This is not our first experiment together. 
And part of how we play, part of how we actually model what it is that we're talking about is we dive into the thing and we allow it to unfold. We don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. We don't even know exactly what's going to happen in the context of this live, let alone what's going to happen in the context of this play, right? This larger experiment. None of us has any idea how long we're going to be in relative isolation um, in relationship to this pandemic. So we're making a commitment to be with you until this thing feels done for us. Yeah. And we're going to be with you every day, but we're, we would love to talk to you a little bit more about kind of the parameters of our play. So we've given ourselves some structure to be able to mark the movement and to check in with you. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Super interesting. We are just checking on notes and kind of where we are. So before Rachel leads us into sort of the five tenets of the project, I just want to remind you guys of one of the overarching ideas that I've already mentioned. It's kind of the thing that has us jump into the pool. It's the really the lens through which we look at life. And it is this idea that unconditional freedom is freedom in all conditions. So you can't really talk about being a free human and you're only free when you're in, in an ideal romantic relationship or you're only free when you have a certain amount of money or you're only free if you don't have to spend more than four days in the home of any of your parents, right? We know a lot about this one. That to get to unconditional freedom, true human sovereignty is to find a path to experience yourself as free no matter what is happening, right? including in the context of quarantine. So Rachel, would you tell us a little bit about how we're breaking that down in the context of the project? Sure. When we look at um, the, how we're breaking that down and sort of some of the fundamental principles from which we're operating underneath that, there's, there's five things. Um, the first is that everything is happening for me. Kianga, I'll let you jump in and tell me if you feel like you want a little more information about any of the things that I'm sharing, but everything is happening for me, not to me. Uh, the second is in every moment, I have the choice to expand or contract, but staying the same isn't really an option. The third is my life purpose and path are connected to fully expressing and experiencing all that my soul wants to express and experience. The fourth is I'm worthy of everything I desire. The fifth is there are infinite things that I'm not in control of, but the one thing I am in control of is how I show up. Yeah, hearing it, it really, uh, <laughs> it really feels like a lot. And so, determined amount of time and undetermined length of time so we'll have plenty of time things i'm not sure if i'm frozen or not yet you're coming back um 
Okay, great. Internet has been a little unstable here in quarantine land. <laughs> um, but I was just saying that we um, will be with you for a while. And so we'll have time to come back to explain all of those principles in more depth. I think today what we really are hoping to give you is just a sketch of where we're playing from. So I'm going to share with you Rachel shared with you the five tenets, and I'm going to share with you five questions that are driving us through the project. And those questions are, what is this creating a space for? What do I really want? What do we collectively really want? Not just Rachel and I, but everyone, right? What do we really want? What new systems and understandings have to emerge to make that possible? And how do I take responsibility for my part in it? Hmm. So I want to slow down a little bit in that delivery and just say a little bit about what those questions mean um, to me. And Rachel, anything you want to add, just jump in with. This question, what is this creating space for, is probably the biggest question. So there's a way that in our projects, we look, we kind of go between the super granular um, specifics of our own individual experiences and what's happening for the collective, what's happening for humanity. So we're gonna be indexing what's possible on the tiniest, most minute scales, right? Like, is it possible for me to go to Trader Joe's today if that's my desire to what are, kind of the new ways of being for all of us that this is making space for. What do I really want? So when we go through the questions that we're asking ourselves every day, these are kind of the questions that the project is asking, but practically we'll be asking ourselves a series of questions every day. And so those really get touched in the question, what do I really want? What do we, we really want? We're really inviting you to participate in this as a dialogue. We'd love to see what's emerging about human desire on the whole. When we come out, you know, I've been seeing all these memes on Facebook about when this is over, we won't be going back to normal, right? What we've already seen is that the version of normal that we were living wasn't working. So what is it making space for us to actually desire? What will we create coming out of this? And then the fourth question, what new systems and understandings have to emerge to make that possible? Well, part of it is gonna be how we collectively see and experience the world, but it's also gonna be about the new opportunities that we create, the new systems that we build from this point going forward. And I, for one, am super excited to be in the conversation about what are those? What are the things that are going to emerge? And then how do I take responsibility for my part in that, right? Every one of us is a player in this shift, in this major um, kind of paradigm change, right? How do we accept the responsibility that, we've been, that we're being given to usher in a new moment of human consciousness, um, a new era of, of human engagement, development, creativity, participation? Ah! <laughs> All you the thought you were just staying at home <laughs> taking a nap suddenly it's a much bigger game so that's what we want to be in the conversation about 
So we're gonna be asking ourselves some daily questions to get there and Rachel's gonna talk a little bit about those. But first, <laughs> I'm gonna talk about uh, the things that we hope to get from this project. Mm. Sound good? Sure, why not? Cool. Uh, so there are three things that we really hope to come from this project. Uh, the first is that these diaries of our experience will lead to our own personal growth. Uh, the second is that if you choose to join us, your diaries will lead to um, your experience of the same for you, personal growth. Not the same personal growth, but a version <laughs> of personal growth. Your own personal growth. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And lastly, that conversations with others who also see the possibility in this moment um, will support the emergence of new paradigms, whatever okay, cool. those may be. Cool. Yeah, so that was a really smooth way of Rachel saying, you skipped the spot. <laughs> I skipped the spot. Yeah. Because I also want to just talk a little bit more about practically what this game is going to look like for us. So practically every day, we're going to be answering six questions live with you here on Facebook, YouTube, podcast, wherever you're listening from. The name of the project, which I don't know that we've mentioned yet, is Diary of a Pandemic. And it's part of a larger project that we run together called Becoming Free Humans. So every day we are going to show up with you and we're just going to share a little bit of what is coming up for us in the most personal ways in relationship to our new lives, our new circumstances, circumstances that are circumstances that are changing in ways that we can't predict from this starting point. Right? We don't know what's going to happen. And like Rachel mentioned, you know, we are. It's not that we're not respecting the gravity of what's happening out there. And there's a way that we can do that and still engage with levity and engage in the, the spaces of possibility that are being created. So there are a few things that are gonna be happening. There is our conversation with each other that will happen here daily in response to our six questions. There is your opportunity to answer our six questions for yourselves or to create your own questions as you track along with us. And there are also the conversations that we're gonna be having with the brilliant minds we'd love to engage who are looking at what is the potential of this moment for the creation of the new. So partly it'll be getting to hear us chat and partly I'm hoping it's gonna be some really engaging and badass interviews with people who have more to say about what does this create space for. So now Rachel's going to tell you what those six questions are going to be. Six questions. Um, so these questions emerged from the consideration of holding a bunch of re realities simultaneously. And um, those realities are, um, I am who I am. I feel what I feel. I want what I want. And I have to play in the reality of being human in this moment. So the questions have come from how do we how do we hold all of those things at the same time, and how do we let them um, inform the others as they go? Uh, so the first question is how was I feeling today? The second, who was I being today? The third, what was I wanting today? 
The fourth question is three things I observed today. The fifth question is, what did the Rona offer me or ask of me today? And the sixth is, how did I respond to that offer or request? So like Kianga said, it really is a granular dig into what's happening here and how what's happening here then translates to the bigger scale of what we're experiencing collectively. Yeah. I had a conversation with a friend the other day that really made me appreciate this particular um, kind of approach to elasticity between the macro and the micro because she's also quite intuitive and, and quite open. And so she's been feeling, um, she's been feeling the shifts and she can feel like, oh no, there's something new that wants to be birthed here. But she's a bit paralyzed in her personal life while she's looking at what's going to happen for the larger collective. So she's not really making decisions about like, what should I do today? <laughs> or kind of what's the thing that I want to create? She's like, well, what if I create that? And like money isn't a thing in you know, a few months by the time we emerge from this. And I, I totally understood that impulse. And for us, it is that combination of I keep going and it, the everything else keeps going too. And our dialogue is when we're both at play. So, you know, for us, it's not just a kind of um, navel gazing opportunity. It's an understanding of this dialogue between my tiny little day and the movement of the whole thing. How do, how do I and my life get shaped by my relationship with this other thing and vice versa? Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. so it's, it's a dialogue that's going in both directions. Yep. So I don't know, Rachel, did we do it? We did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it. What we, I guess we really wanted you to know today is who we are and that we have this inspiration and that we hope that you'll play and um, yeah. and, and, and share some of the, of the I have an echo have an echo um, to um, share some to of the share some of the beliefs that bring us to do the work right to kind of uncover some of our suppositions before we just sort of show up here answering these weird questions that you guys are like what are these ladies doing before you find yourselves in the depths of our personal lives, we wanted you to understand why you're there exactly. and what it means for you. Exactly, kind of what we're up to. So there are a number of ways that you can play with us. We really hope that you will join in as we share with you daily what's coming up from via our responses to the six questions. We hope that you will play yourselves um, if you wanna ask those six questions to yourself or you wanna ask other questions. So tomorrow will be our first installment of Diary of a Pandemic. You'll be able to find us here. We'll be regularly broadcasting at around 10 Pacific, one Eastern, but that is always subject to change. So that is our kind of target zone in general, if you'd like to be able to watch us live. Um, if you would like to connect with us about working together, about joining us live on the podcast or here on Facebook, um, 
If you'd like to share your own answers, if you'd like to talk to us about participating in the community. So we actually have a community that we're creating just for people that want to share their own experiences. So if you're interested in participating in the community, um, if you want to document your own journey or you just want to talk to us about, hey, what the heck are you guys doing out there? The best way to reach us is via becomingfreehumans at gmail.com. That's becomingfreehumans at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us through the message function of whatever platform that you happen to be listening through. All right. We always entertain your questions if you have them for us. So send us a note and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.